Praise the Lord, First Apostolic Church family. I'm so glad to be with you again today for our daily devotion. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to give you just a second to open it up to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. That's 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. I just want to remind everyone, if you have not yet uh, looked at all the, the cool things that's being put on our website and exciting things that are taking place for communication, even though that we are closed away from each other, we still can make efforts of staying connected either through departments or through our live streaming, through these devotions. We want you to certainly try to stay as connected as you possibly can. So in first, or excuse me, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, it reads, For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. What day? The day that life seems unfair. The day that life seems uncertain. The day that life seems abnormal. I'm going to talk to you for just a few moments on divine limitations. Before I begin talking about the limitations of God, I believe with all of my heart that we are serving a God with absolute limitless power. I believe there is no disease that he cannot heal. There is no loss that he cannot recover. There is no soul that he cannot save. There is no sin that he cannot forgive, no heartache that he cannot make bearable and no family that he cannot put back together again. There is nothing that God cannot do. In fact, there has never been an experience, never been a burden, never a sorrow, never a loss, never a pain, never a disappointment that God is not sufficient to take care of. In fact, God is able to go beyond our expectation. Scripture reads now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. If that's not enough, Jesus made it abundantly clear that all power, not some of the power, not part of the power, not a little bit of the power, but all power is his, both in heaven and also in earth. Our God can do anything. If you have a need today, our God is able to take care of that need. If you are hurting or searching, God is your answer. His name is Jesus Christ. There is nothing that he cannot do. However, there are some divine limitations to God. There are boundaries that God, even himself, cannot cross. It sounds strange to say that we serve a God of limitless power, And at the same time say we serve a God that has limitations. It is important for us to understand these divine limitations because for us to understand his limitations is to better understand exactly what God is able to do. It is as important to know what God cannot do as it is to know what God can do. And for just a few minutes here, there are four things that God is unable to do and I call them divine limitations. First of all, God cannot fail. 
it is impossible for God to fail. Everything else may fail. The heavens and the earth and all that dwells in them may fail. But when it's all said, done, and settled, God will still be God and he will never be anything else. He cannot fail. This is why we shout and rejoice with the knowledge that says, if God be for us, who can be against us? The word declares, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That means that there is nobody like God. The second limitation that God has is God cannot make a mistake. If God knows the end from the beginning, if there is nothing hidden from him, even the secret motives of the heart, if he sees all things and he knows all things, then nothing can sneak up on God. Nobody can outsmart or outmaneuver him. God never says, oops, I wish I could do that again. I kind of messed up on that one. No, not our God because he cannot make a mistake. Number three, he cannot break his word. Hallelujah. One of these self-imposed limitations is found in the book of Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, where it says, God is not a man that he should lie. It's impossible for God to lie. God cannot lie. God has bound himself by his own word. He has shackled himself by his covenants. God cannot lie. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Therefore, you don't have to worry about the church. The church is going to be all right because God said it is not only going to survive, but it is going to thrive, even overcome the gates of hell itself. And when the world says, if there, the word, excuse me, the word says, if there be any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayers of the faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up because you can believe it. God cannot lie. And the fourth and final divine limitation is the one that we put on God. It's called doubt and unbelief. Oh, yes. You and I have the ability to limit God. His untied hands can become tied hands. It is almost incomprehensible that human flesh can put limits on the power of God, but we can through doubt and unbelief. There are so many ways that we can restrict or shut off the move of God's Spirit in our own lives and in our homes. We can uh, we, we hold in our hands uh, blessings or cursings. The choice is up to us. We hold in our own hearts the ability to receive or reject. We can limit God. One of the ways that we limit God is when we do not believe or trust Him and take Him at His word. In closing this morning, the fact that God cannot fail or make a mistake releases us to believe in Him. The fact that God cannot lie and will not be unjust releases us to trust Him. And the fact that we can restrict Him by doubt or release Him by faith That means that we have an incredible opportunity for God to be released, 
to do the impossible, I say it's time to try it. May God bless you today.